Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning, everybody. Uh, so excited to have you on the call today. Uh, so I have a question for you. Starting off the show, do you believe that you can manifest miracles in your life? Uh, well, if you aren't a believer after today's show, you may be, because I'm going to have two fabulous guests on that were able to manifest huge things in their life. Uh, my first cat, my first guest, her name is Mary Kay, and this woman is absolutely remarkable. Uh, she is the author of The Amish Entrepreneur. That's right, Amish Entrepreneur. Uh, she is actually has her hands in two thriving.com businesses right now, and she is known as the Amish Butterfly. So, Mary Kay, tell us a little bit more about your backstory and how you became known as the Amish Butterfly. When I met Allison, I just I fell in love with Allison when I met her back in Florida. Uh, but yes, I grew up in a very traditional Amish family. It's a very conservative lifestyle. Uh, we were taught great work ethics. And most, most people have heard of the Amish lifestyle. But to best relate to some of the listeners, maybe I'll ask you, Allison, have you ever experienced the loss of power because of a storm or uh, maybe some... Somebody ran into an electric pole. Yeah, it was, you know, I've had that happen a couple times. Almost during the summer when it was super hot, almost during the winter when it was super cold. And, um, you know, I, I, I hardly knew what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, to be honest. Yeah, we, we feel pretty handicapped, don't we? And, I, and in fact, uh, yesterday we had a storm come through, and, and I felt pretty handicapped uh, myself. We had hurricane, remnants of Hurricane Irma, and um, my daughter-in-law was there. And I told her, I said, you know, if our power goes off, I'm going to have to pull out my oil lamps and get our candles. Um, we were fortunate it didn't happen, but I did pull out my uh, oil lamps. But anyhow, if, if we can all just imagine, let me just imagine and let me take, take you to a place where you may not have power for just a day or, or a week, I mean, where you'd have no fans and no air conditioners, that means at nighttime when, when you lay down to go to sleep, you don't have a ceiling fan. Most of us have ceiling fans at night. And um, no air conditioners in the hot summer with no air conditioners. Walking into a house, in a cool house, is, is very nice. Um, and no internet, the computers. Let's talk a little bit about the computers. Where we can't, we can't shop online, we can't Google anything if, we have, if we're having trouble with an appliance or if we want to repair something, you know, most times we'll go straight to Google and ask Google, you know, how, can, how do you fix this? What's out there to, that I can repair this myself? And, and you can't do that with no power. And no phones. Uh, I remember, well, when, right now we have our smartphone and that is, that is our communication. It's social communication, worldwide communication. And I know back when I was uh, a little girl, we had no phones. And one winter, most of us were sick. And Daddy had to run to the neighbors to call the doctor. Back then, the doctors did house calls. So he went and called the doctor to come out. So it, it, 
And then um, at night, you know, we'd, we'd, just go, we'd go to bed early because the, we didn't have any electricity. You know, even, even yesterday or when I go visit my Amish relatives, yes, I would want to go flip a switch to turn the light on, and there's no switch there. It's, it's, it's a very, it's, when you, when you're, when you get used to all these conveniences and you don't have them all of a sudden, it's, it's hard. It's very hard. But so at nighttime, you know, we go to bed as soon as the sun goes down and, and we're not out watching TV or sitting there till 11 or 12 o'clock on our computers. Yeah, you know, Mary, okay, that's that's amazing. And, and just thinking about how you grew up, how different things were, uh, you know, back then. And and I can I can only imagine. I've been thinking a lot about the people that have been affected by uh, the recent hurricanes, and and thinking and kind of imagining what would I do in that situation with no power, uh, things right. like that. And and I think all of us have probably mm-hmm. thought a little bit about that. And I, I, you know, that's a lifestyle that you grew up in. Um, you know, that right. by your parents' choice to be able to do that. So, you know, what's so okay. interesting to me is knowing, you know, how you grew up and, you know, I, I want to know how you got to where you are today. But first of all, I have a couple more questions about what it was like when you grew up. And, and Mary Kay, I don't know if you're on a headset or something. I'm getting a little bit of feedback. So I don't know if you can take that off. It's just a okay, little bit hold on. when you talk. So um, maybe you can take that off while I ask this next question. But a couple more questions okay, is about that how you grew up. Yeah, that's much okay. better. Thank you. A couple more questions okay. about how you grew up. Uh, just well, just one question. Let's 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 go here because I, I do want to know where you you know how you got from there to how you are today. This okay. successful businesswoman really transforming women's lives all over the globe. But uh, what was the transportation like? Uh, because you know, I, I imagine in my head this like buggy and carriage with horses. And uh, I mean, was it really like that, or, or what was the transportation like? It was Alice. It was. Exactly like that. We had horse and buggy, so we didn't travel a whole lot. Um, we would go once every two weeks to church, and in between that, we stayed home. Um, I, I, I'm sure Daddy went and got groceries sometimes or whatever, but we stayed home. I remember the, the biggest, when, if we would go places, uh, sometimes we'd go visit our grandparents, which we would do that. If it was long distance, we would go by train or by uh, Greyhound bus, but we would stay for two weeks at a time. We did not do any weekend trips or any overnight trips. There was nothing like that because when we got in, when we went or when we went in the horse and buggy, it was an all-day thing. We'd go to our friends sometimes and, and maybe have bake days or, or just visit. Um, but mm-hmm. we'd stay all day because it, was, it, it wasn't easy to you know, to harness that horse up and put it to the buggy and, and go and then come home. You wanted to be yeah. home before dark. <laughs> That's, you know, part of me, because I loved when I was a girl, I, I loved Little House on the Prairie by Laura Ingalls Wilder. Oh. And so part of me is like, oh, that would be so fun to do that. But, you know, I think I think that would, would also be kind of tedious. And I think about how often I travel or use my car to get somewhere. So, um, you know, and that's, well, that's, that's so, probably so, my that's probably my favorite thing to do when I go back to visit my relatives. Is is uh-huh. I love to have the, the horse and buggy ride. It's just <laughs> the horse and buggy. I'm sure. Yes, it's very relaxing. <laughs> Maybe you could take me with you. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I love that. So. so I mean, the mm-hmm. real question I think that that I'm asking, and maybe the audience members are asking too, is I mean, 
Uh, this sounds so extreme. So why live that lifestyle, that, you know, old English or the Amish lifestyle? What was, what was the purpose? I mean, is this, is this a religious thing? What, what, why? Well, it all, at the end of the day, Allison, it all boils down to choice. And that brings me to the point where when I, when I grew up and started my family, I had, you know, five beautiful children. And when I started having children, I wanted my children to be able to go out there and fly. And in order to do that, I had to become more. I had to, well, let's just, I had to, let, let's go back and let's just say, let's take it back to the, um, to the worm, the, the cocoon, the caterpillar that spins itself into a cocoon. And... Mm-hmm. And then nature brings it out into a beautiful butterfly. Well, it's a choice. So I, I wanted to, that choice not to be that worm and stay in the cocoon and die, but I wanted to blossom and mm. be more. And, um, you know, I had children that I wanted to learn how to help them fly. And, and so in order to do that, um, and I'll, I'll just take you back to um, Jim. You know, it, if it is to be, it's up to me. You know, it's not anything. It's not anything or anybody. If you, if it's all a choice, and it's all up to you. And when I when I discovered that, and when I had my children, you know, it was it was it was really. It, and and I believe fear is our greatest cocoon. Fear was my greatest cocoon. And that was, you know, I was concerned about what other people think, you know, so I just kind of stayed in this cocoon. But in order to get out of that cocoon, you got you to gotta fly. Just be yourself yeah, you, and blossom. You know, that's a really interesting point that you bring up, Mary Kay, because I know you wrote the book, The Amish Butterfly, and you talk more about this cocoon in there and the idea of the cocoon and, you know, hardly, I mean, hardly any of us grew up in this Amish culture. I mean, very, very few uh, people in the United States or even in the world uh, grew up in, in Amish culture. But we all do have these certain cocoons that we have to break out of. And I think that, that a lot of people can identify, myself included, with maybe growing up with a certain amount of expectations. Uh, maybe they were cultural. Maybe mm-hmm. they were religious. Maybe they were, you know, place on you by your parents, whatever it was, mm-hmm. that we right. have to break free from um, in order to really fly and succeed in life. So one of the things that I've noticed right. about you that's impressed me the most, Mary Kay, is you you chose to do this. You made this choice. And, and you guys, if you don't know Mary Kay, I mean, as you get more to know her, this woman has such a quiet power and strength about her. Um, she And that's really why she is leading these groups of women and being so successful. And Mary, when I say passionate, um, your name comes to my mind and not the kind of passionate where someone's screaming and yelling and jumping on tables and getting people fired up, but that quiet passion that really can move mountains. So do you feel like passion's important um, when it comes to life and business and growing and moving forward and flying? Yeah, yes. Um, passion is, is a big thing. And it's it's our purpose, um, and and in order to to you know 
have your passion and in order to work towards your goals, you have to, for instance, uh, I remember back in the summer days um, when I was a little girl, we didn't wear any shoes. And, you know, our, our driveways were not paved. They were rocks and they were stones. And it was not easy to run on that, in those stones. And then the winter came and we were allowed to wear our shoes then. So, or we wore shoes. And I remember running down that lane without fear. And, you know, when you have a passion you work towards that passion. It's, it's what you want to do. You strive. You, you work towards that passion to every day without fear. And, and I could run and play without the fear of pain. And so that's why, I, you know, like I said earlier, I believe our theory or my fear was my greatest cocoon. And, and one's passion has to be greater than that fear. So what role has passion really played in your success? Um, well, when I go, uh, well, we just spent, we just spent 12 days, uh, my, my partner and I just spent 12 days in, in Bangladesh. And when I seen the women over there, we walked through some of the houses as they were cooking and preparing for their meals. We walked through that, and then we also visited um, some of the villages. And my passion for those women is just to help them um, learn how they can uh, decide to grow out of their, you know, blossom, come away from that cocoon. Don't die in that cocoon. Be more. Uh, Don't quit. Every day, every day, just go out and strive for more. And when I came back from Bangladesh, um, you know, we met a lot of great people. And I was, I was inspired by some of the ladies in what they were doing and what they could do and what I could do for them. Um, and one of, one of the things was uh, we met somebody that uh, works with the bow ties, manufactures bow ties. And we were speaking to them and and they're artisans. We can help the artisans. The ladies over there can make about three to four bow ties a day. And mm-hmm. just by helping them, um, just by bringing the bow ties and, and we, um, we're trying to bring, well, actually, we're not trying, but we're bringing the bow ties over here and um, helping them so that they can double their income just by making three to four bow ties a day. Huh. Now, now, Mary-Kate, when you're talking about these women over there in Bangladesh, I mean, do you, do you, can you relate to them on some level? I, I mean, they're, they're working hard. Maybe they're, they're, I, I mean, do, you, do they remind mm-hmm. you of yourself uh, when you were in that cocoon maybe trying to break out? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They were right. in a cocoon like I was. And, um, and, and, and to help them, you know, just sitting there, just watching them and, and what they were doing, and they could be so much more, um, is, is what I brought back from there. And, and, and that is what I want to do is not just with the Bangladesh women, but women across the globe. 
I want to be able to help them um, break out of their cocoon and just provide hope for them. You know, whatever mm-hmm. whatever it is, maybe it's, I mean, even a, even a job, um, if they go to work every day, my mind goes to my, my grandchildren that have to go to a daycare. I never had to go to a daycare, nor did I have to put my children in a daycare. But in order for me to help them, I have to provide them hope and get them out of their cocoon and help them make a choice that it's okay to step out and um, so they can, bet, they can stay at home with their children and um, mm-hmm. watch them take their first step or say their mm. first word. So I love that. I love that. And, you know, I, I saw some of your pictures of your trip from Bangladesh and I see these women over there and how much they admire you and how much mm-hmm. you're helping them. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's really part of getting out of our cocoon and flying is is mm-hmm. figuring out how we can help lift other people, how we can be the wind beneath their wings and help them break mm-hmm. out of their cocoons and shells as well. So mm-hmm. I love that you're doing that. Uh, Mary Kay, uh, there's something in here. I know you were telling me about this before the show. And a number is sticking out to me, and that number is 1440. So can you tell me a little bit about the significance of that? That is funny. I was just going to get to that. I was going to say, well, let me, let, let me explain my 1440. Um, so we, everyone, everyone has 1440 minutes in a day. But most people oh, don't tell okay. the people as they should, um, should sleep eight hours. So that's approximately 480 minutes. So you still have 960 minutes a day to pursue your passion and purpose. So now that leaves me with the question, you know, how much time do you spend on entertainment or, or how much time are you engaged in idle chatter or what do you, who, who do you choose to be with or, um, and what do you do with that time? How much of that time do you commit to goal setting, planning and pursuing your purpose? Or even how much time do you spend on education? You know, in, in order, everybody has to decide for themselves, you know, how much time do you want to spend on, on each one and how valuable is it to you? Are you pursuing your dreams and goals every day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. And Mary Kay, we're going to end on that before commercial break. Now, when we come back, what I would love for you to do is share with us one tip or piece of advice, powerful piece of advice of how we can break through uh, or break out of those own cocoons we have in our life. And if you're listening during commercial break, just take a moment to think about what is the cocoon that's holding you back, that's keeping you from flying. And uh, when we come back, Mary Kay is going to share with us how we can break free from our cocoons. And we're also going to learn how okay. we can get a hold of the book, The Amish Entrepreneur, and, uh, and maybe learn a little bit more about Mary Kay because I know you've got a great website, Mary Kay. We also have another okay. guest joining us. Her name is Princess Chanel. Yes, we have a true princess on our show today. Uh, I'll explain more coming up. See you in a minute. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. 
just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm here today with Mary Kay, the Amish entrepreneur. In just a moment, we're going to have Princess Chanel on. These ladies are truly teaching us how we can manifest miracles in our lives. And, you know, Mary Kay manifested a miracle when she was able to break free from her cocoon. Uh, we call her the Amish butterfly for a reason. Um, it's because she grew up in a, in a culture and a situation that was uh, far from what most of us have experienced. Uh, but she was brave enough to say, hey, I want something different in my life. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to break free from this cocoon that's holding me back personally and uh, going to fly like a butterfly. Uh, and what's so incredible, I was just talking with uh, Mary Kay about this on break, is that although most of us never will or have experienced the lifestyle that Mary Kay grew up in, uh, we all can relate in some way, shape, or form to being held back, uh, to being in this cocoon, to feeling like uh, maybe there's something stopping us from reaching our full potential. And what Mary Kay is doing is inspiring women all over the globe to break free from their cocoons and to fly like a butterfly and really change the world and reach their full potential. So Mary Kay, I know that you want to share with us one actionable item, a life-changing tip that we can take away today that can help all of us break free from our cocoons, whatever they are, whether it be fear, whether it be oppression, maybe it's anxiety, 
whatever it is. So, Mary Kate, what is that tip or piece of advice that you can give to us today? Well, the, the best tip that I could leave with you today is to find your cocoon and decide to seek personal growth. And along with and and how to do that, you got to sp- and learn how to spend your fourteen forty. Make the mm-hmm. best out I of the fourteen forty. And then, so for don't those of you who are joining us, the fourteen forty is the amount of minutes that you have in a day. Right. And uh, right. Mary Kay has really encouraged us to to, uh, to to take a look at that to say where are we spending our time. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Right. And then don't die. Don't die in your cocoon. Um, Make sure you break through that. A cocoon was only a temporary home. It's only an incubator. It's not meant for you to stay there. Great. I love it, Mary mm-hmm. Kay. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. What a wise woman. Um, your quiet passion for what you're doing is truly moving mountains and changing the world. Now, uh, for somebody who's interested in reading your book, The Amish Butterfly, or getting a hold of you, learning more about you and what you're doing, um, how, can, how can they c- connect with you? Um, through the AmishButterfly.com, they will be able there to get, um, they can register there for the digital insight of the book there at the AmishButterfly.com. The AmishButterfly.com. And Mary Kay, thank you so much yes. for being with us today. I okay. know that you uh, have been struggling with remnants of the <laughs> hurricane there. And, uh, you, yeah. you know, besides being a mother of five, Mary Kay is also a uh-huh. grandmother and a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. She's running a couple of yeah. different businesses. So, uh, Mary Kay, you truly are motivational. Thank you so much for taking the thank time you. to being for be on our show today and for inspiring us. So I really appreciate that. Again, that's the AmishButterfly.com, and that's uh, Mary Kay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. So next up, we have another woman who is uh, teaching people how to manifest miracles in their life, and her name is actually Princess Chanel. So uh, Princess Chanel, first of all, let's get this out and open. Everybody's going to wonder, uh, what's your, what's, why is Princess Chanel? What does your name signify? Are you, a, are you royalty? Yes. So my real name is Princess Chanel. That is my birth name. And uh, my father named me Princess, and, uh, you know, it's, it's sort of interesting because despite my God-given name, I was never spoiled as a child. I had to work very hard. Um, but, yes, uh, it, is, it is my birth name. <laughs> well, great. Well, Princess Chanel is fabulous. And let me, tell, let me tell my viewers a little bit about you because you truly do look like you could be royalty. You look like a princess, uh, very well put together, well-spoken. Um, just gorgeous, but, you know, despite appearances, Princess Chanel has actually been through some struggles, and despite the struggles, she's been able to manifest some really cool things in her life, continues to do that, actually wrote the book, The Manifestation Journal, along with several other books, which we'll talk a little bit more about, but um, Princess Chanel, first of all, I kind of want to hear your story, well, I already know it, as she was also on my TV show last week, so uh, I already know her story, but I want my viewers, my listeners to hear your story of really how you were able to manifest some pretty cool things in your life. Yes, and I'm so excited to share my story with you. I've got so many great tips. Um, So what do you want to know? What do you want to know first? Well, I want to know how you went from homeless, or I want them to know how you went from homeless to living in a mansion, like literally you're homeless one day, next day living in a mansion, being waited on by a butler. So uh, how are you able to manifest that in your life? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that want to know how to do that. 
Sure. So I guess what I have to start with is a little bit of my background story. So I started out as a serial entrepreneur, and I was running over a dozen different companies, all in the bridal industry. I was sort of the queen of bridal. And literally overnight, I had lost everything. Um, I became homeless, carless, bankrupt. And, um, you know, as I shared with you in the beginning, you know, despite my God-given name, I was not raised by a wealthy family. Um, and, you know, I, I was raised from pretty humble beginnings. And so everything I had done, I had done independently on my own. And so when I lost everything, uh, you know, my world just came crashing down and I lost my businesses. I had a failed relationship. And, uh, you know, luckily I have really, you know, amazing friends and an amazing family. And, uh, you know, what really saved me was love. And the love that I had in my life from, from people around me that wanted to help me uh, during this really hard time in my life. And uh, so essentially what had happened was once I lost everything, I made a phone call to a friend, uh, a girl that I had done makeup for, and she said, you know, come and live with me in my beautiful $7 million mansion as you, you know, get back on your feet and, you know, let me help you out. And so that relationship led to a stream of other successes for me. Uh, and, you know, lo and behold, she didn't tell me that she had this hot, sexy butler that also lived with her. So I ended up falling in love with this butler and, you know, that catered to my every whim. And it was just like a fairy tale, if you could imagine. <laughs> well, so, um, that, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so it, it really was an amazing story. And, you know, I was devastated. You know, uh, my boyfriend had, uh, you know, basically kicked me out and, you know, because he decided he wanted to date other women. And the irony is, is that, you know, he got this, hot new car, this new Maserati, right? And he thought he was like kind of a big deal. And so he, you know, wanted to, you know, date other women and all these things. And what ended up happening was I ended up moving into this beautiful, amazing mansion with this man who actually, you know, appreciated me and, you know, this hot, sexy butler, right? And then my ex-boyfriend ended up crashing his Maserati. So, um, you know, the the irony in the story, and you know, bless his heart, but... um, you know, it's, it's all about how you treat people, right? And that comes around, you know? So, um, well, again, you know, it's, it's all about relationships. I love that end. you bring that up because I think that that is such an important key that we forget a lot of the times. And I think in pursuit of wealth and riches, a lot of people sacrifice relationships. Uh, but in the end, you know, a, a car is just a car and you crash and it's gone. Um, but those relationships last forever and you being able to call a friend and and them having your back really made the difference. So, so here's a couple of questions for you. So one, I know that before you actually moved into this mansion, you actually uh, used to jog through mansions uh, in that, in that neighborhood. Is that right? Kind of imagining or dreaming about living in one. Do you think that played a role in being able to manifest that? Right. It was no mistake that I ended up falling literally ass backwards into this beautiful mansion because uh, what I would do previous to that, even before, you know, I really kind of made a lot of money um, because there was a time I was very successful, but I always knew I'd be living in a mansion. That was one of my goals. And, you know, for some people, mansions aren't that important. For me, it was just something that really defined success and abundance and just the beauty of it. And it's, 
it's such a special environment to be in that not a lot of people get to experience. And so what I would do is I would manifest, uh, you know, and visualize myself living in a mansion. So rather than going to a gym, I would actually, you know, I would go to La Jolla or Rancho Santa Fe, which is the place I ended up moving into, and I would jog through the mansion. And I would literally wave to people as if I was their neighbor, you know, and <laughs> so I would visualize myself, you know, living in abundance. And I didn't, you know, know that, you know, the irony of, you know, God and, and miracles and, um, you know, God's great humor, I, I had no idea that I would be living in a mansion when I was homeless, carless, and bankrupt, you know. So, um, yeah. you know, rent-free, I didn't have to pay for you know, the $7 million mansion, um, didn't have to pay for utilities, you know, even groceries were taken care of. And it was just this amazing miracle that I was blessed with. And living in that mm-hmm. environment is what also inspired me to write my four books, The Manifestation Journal, which I probably wouldn't have written if I were just living in a regular average home. Yeah, right? and you know, there's a couple of things that I think we can take from that. And if you're listening and you haven't written this down already, the reason why I have super successful people such as Princess Chanel who's been able to manifest all kinds of things and we'll talk about more of them coming up uh, is because I want them to pass along the advice and the tips, the things that they've done to become super successful. And if you will listen, if you will write these down, if you can duplicate those in your life, you too can experience the success that they've experienced. So already today, we've learned from Princess Chanel that one, relationships are important. So if you haven't written that down, write that down. Think about the relationships that you can strengthen in your life. Think, are you sacrificing some of your most important relationships um, in pursuit of things that maybe are less permanent, you know, like that Maserati that you could crash? Second of all, you know, Chanel, Tell me a little bit about the importance and, and what could somebody write down of you being, of you jogging through those mansions, of you thinking about and visualizing yourself in a mansion. Do you, do you think that that played a role? Was that an important part? Uh, what's the tip or piece of advice that you'd have there for somebody who's trying to manifest something in their life? Sure. So, you know, what I did that was a little bit different, you know, a lot of people, you know, they have vision boards, right? Or they have dreams yeah. and they think about it. And, you know, we've all, a lot of people listening probably have, you know, heard of or watched the movie The Secret. And they talk about right. three steps, which is ask, believe, receive. Well, there's one extra step that they don't talk about in the movie and the book, and that's taking action. So what I do that's a little bit different is taking that one extra step. You know, I could have just moved back in with my parents, felt bad for myself, and, you know, nothing would have really come of it, right? And I would have, you know, stayed in that struggle, stuck state. But instead, I picked up the phone, I made a phone call, I asked for help. And sometimes you have to be able to humble yourself and ask for help. You know, pick up the phone and connect with people. If you don't know someone, go on social media. I mean, that's how you and I met. I commented on your blog, right? And, and so, you know, you just have to be available and you know, willing to communicate. And also, you know, in terms of manifesting the mansion, uh, not only picking up the phone, but how I manifested it even before all of this happened is I would get off my butt and I would go and I would drive down and literally jog through mansions. And that is action. And the universe rewards action, not just thoughts. So if you want to, oh, I, I love that. Oh, my gosh. 
a post a while ago on Facebook about how vision boards don't work. And I do believe in the power of vision boards, but what I don't think uh, works is when somebody just does a vision board and sits in there, looks at it the entire time, and never is willing to act on it. So I think right. you nailed it. You hit it right on the head. I mean, just by looking at something, uh, you know, we aren't going to manifest it. it. You have to take action. And I would say, you know, the difference between a good event or a life-changing event, the difference between a good book, a life-changing book, the difference between a good radio show that you're listening to and a life-changing radio show comes down to one word, and that what are you about it. So I love, love, love that piece of advice and information. So um, this is getting so so good and juicy. I mean, I, I'm writing this stuff down as I go. Relationships, I, these are things that I think I, I don't ever think about. When I think about manifesting and becoming successful, they aren't, they aren't the first things that come to my mind. Um, so I love that you're bringing right. out these tips because I think they're, they're important ones that we often overlook. Uh, love it. So, okay, you've manifested some pretty cool other stuff in your life. So I want to I learn more tips, but I also want to hear, what are some of the other great things that you've manifested? I know recently there was something about a yacht. What, what was that? Yes. So just this weekend, I manifested a free super yacht, a hundred foot super <laughs> yacht that I get to use for myself and my friends this weekend, this Sunday. We're going to do an amazing photo shoot. And I manifested it through someone I don't even know on Facebook. And again, it's all about connections. So, you know, okay, being so, able to, so you know, break it down to what did you do? I mean, we've got like, 30 seconds so commercial here, but just real quick, you manifest the yacht, somebody on Facebook you didn't know, for somebody who's out there listening going like, uh, how the heck did you do that? Break it down for us. So all I did is, you know, I, you know I'm always connecting on social media, and I, I met this friend on Facebook that happens to be a yacht broker, and I said, hey, you know, let's do a photo shoot. Um, on one of your boats. And I thought he was just going to send me a regular boat, right? And he ends up sending me a picture of this 100-foot mega yacht. And I'm like, OMG, you know, we got to make this big. And so another key tip is you want to always make it a win-win. You know, it's not all about me and, you know, do something for me. It's like, what can I do for you? How can I help you sell more yachts, right? So that's another key tip you know, tip as well is you always want to be in the mindset of how can I help other people and they will instantly want to help you too. Okay. I love that. So you, so you not only mm-hmm. ask, but you offer. So it's that give and receive principle, you know, you, you're asking, you're saying, Hey, and I, that's I want that to receive flow of abundance. Yeah. Me. And once you get flowing yeah. and you're, you're in that, you know, mindset of abundance, things just come to you naturally. And, you know, you're helping people. You feel good. You know, I get to help this guy sell more yachts right? And get photos of his beautiful yachts. And so it's a win-win. And I always try to create win-win relationships. You know, I'm not a taker. I'm a giver too. So, um, so those oh, are the types of it. relationships that I really like to manifest. Well, I love it. And I can't wait to hear more of your excellent manifestation tips coming up. We're also going to find out uh, how you can get a hold of Princess Chanel, how you can uh, get her books. What a great show so far. I mean, Mary Kay, her quiet perseverance, her strength, her passion, helping women all over the world after she broke free from her cocoon and became a butterfly. And now listening to Princess Chanel, author of the Manifestation Journal, learning how she was able to manifest some pretty cool things in her life uh, and teaching us those wonderful tips of how she was able to do that. Uh, Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Life is complicated, and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash VA Health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get BetterHelp today at BetterHelp.com forward slash VA Health. Have you ever checked out In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt? You don't know what you're missing. Clarissa has a great circle of friends and influencers. How do you live a model life? Find out when Clarissa puts her amazing guests and engaging topics under the spotlight. We'll talk with the masters from art, science, food, health, finance, beauty, and business. You really can't miss a single show. Join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Hi, welcome back to Spotlight. If you're just joining us, today is all about manifesting miracles. Uh, we've heard from Mary Kay, who uh, was able to break free Amish cocoon, um, affectionately known as the Amish butterfly. She's now helping women all over the world. And now we're on the phone with Princess Chanel. Princess Chanel is the author of the Manifestation Journal. She's inspiring people all over the world to manifest their dreams. Uh, she has some great tips so far. Princess Chanel, we've heard about how relationships are an important part of really manifesting great things into your life. Uh, we've also talked about how action is key, uh, a key component in that, and then the power of giving and receiving. It's not all about you. It's about uh, other people as well, and what can you provide for them as well as what can they provide for you. So, uh, Princess Chanel, we've heard how you've manifested a mansion, a sexy butler, a yacht. <laughs> so, uh, I, I want to know, I mean, I just want to get in your head. Uh, what else have you manifested? What other tips do you have for us today? I, I, I'm your student. I'm here with my, my pen and pencil here, uh, ready to manifest some great things in my life. Sure. So, in my book, I use... Um, it's a very unique book. It is not a book that you necessarily read. It's an action-oriented book. So, you know, we read a lot of these motivational books, right? And if you don't use it, you lose it, right? So in my book, I really make sure that you are utilizing the information, the tips that I'm giving you. So in my book, there's a five-step five process. 
that includes gratitude, affirmation, visualization, critical thinking, and then action. And I literally tell you what to do every day. So each book is a 30-day guide. And every day I give you an affirmation to say to yourself, uh, a gratitude prompt, uh, a critical thinking question, you know, that life coaches would use. So you basically can be your own personal life coach and, and then followed up by an action plan. You know, here's what you need to do today. And then you write about what you did. So it's very, yeah, um, yeah very interactive. Well, here's and that way you can get that. real results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and here's what I love about that. You know, I think a lot of us know, hey, you know, writing down the things we're grateful for is going to lead to good things. Um, I, I think a lot of us have heard about affirmations before and the power of affirmations. The thing is, is it actually takes work to try and think, okay, what am I grateful for today? What's the affirmation I'm going to say today? And I think we kind of get in this rut of maybe using the same ones or we get out of the habit of doing it. What I love about your book is it's, it's just uh, it basically takes all all the uh, all the work out of it. <laughs> you've you've already done that for us, and I mean you're right. People hire life coaches. They hire people to do that for them. You know, I've spent personally over a hundred thousand dollars on coaches and mentors in my life. Um, so what you've really created is a way to uh, to do this at home, um, taking all the 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 thinking out of it, basically, and just, hey, this is, this is what you're going to do. So I love that concept. I love that idea. Um, let's talk a little bit more about some of the other things you've been able to manifest or people in your life have been able to manifest. And before we do that, I, I want to I share a quick story with you, and maybe you can help me figure out, you know, how I can continue to manifest, or maybe you have some tips for me. Um, a while ago, someone uh, was speaking at an event that I was at, and they said, just live your life like you're already a millionaire. Have a millionaire mindset, whether you are or you aren't, have this millionaire mindset. So what I started Mm -hmm. doing was every day I'd wake up and I'd think, I'm a millionaire. And I thought, okay, this is crazy. I'm just, you know, I'm just telling myself I'm a millionaire. How how is this even going to work? But very interestingly enough, during the time period I was doing that, first of all, I was invited to an invite-only event that was for millionaires. And literally, I was probably the only millionaire not there. Yes, I'm admitting right now I am not a millionaire yet. But I was the only millionaire not there. And, <laughs> and yeah, that's right. I'm a thousandaire. Uh, <laughs> the reason why was because they only had about four women. There were about 35 people there, and they needed another woman who was successful uh, to join this event. And so somebody suggested my name. And so yeah. I ended up at this event with millionaires. The next thing that happened was, at this event, someone had a Tesla, and I've always wanted to drive in a Tesla. For those of you who know me, you know I'm a, a mom from a small town in Idaho, and mm-hmm. there's not a lot of Teslas there. And so yeah. the next thing, I found myself riding in this, you know, $150,000 Tesla that's really, you know, a millionaire car, and I'm like, this is cool. And then the next event I went to, I go to to uh, get into my hotel, and I'm a Hilton Diamond member. So, you know, I'll ask, hey, do you have any upgrades? And sometimes, you know, I'll get a corner room or, you know, I'll get, you know, a little bit of a bigger room or something. I mean, nothing incredible. Well, this time I said, hey, is there an upgrade? And they said, yeah, you know, and they gave me my key, and I go up to the penthouse suite. You know, it's really like, what? I, you know, I'm not you girl. Yeah. So I really I love it during that during that time that I said, hey, I'm going to live like a millionaire, I kept manifesting all these things. So one of the things yeah. that um, I think is helpful is to break that down and to understand. So can you help me understand why did 
what was the power of me just waking up and telling myself a millionaire? How was I able to manifest these things? How does that work? Well, you know, it does start with your mind. I mean, your mind is this incredible system. It's like a computer. And when you download the right information, you're going to get the right result. It doesn't always happen overnight. I mean, it, you know, I didn't manifest living in a mansion overnight. Um, and, you know, the great thing about manifestation is that you don't have to be a millionaire to manifest a millionaire lifestyle. Um, you know, it's not necessarily about having the resources. It's about being resourceful, which I know is one of your famous quotes, which I love. Um, and, you know, you, you just have to be able to, you know, surround yourself with millionaires and you're going to end up living a life of millionaires uh, or, you know, of, of that, you know, type of lifestyle. So, um, you know, it's, it's just amazing what the mind is capable of doing for you um, once you can really tap into that divine energy. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's really powerful stuff. You bring up an a, a interesting point, and I mean, I don't think this is anything super new, but it, maybe it's in a new frame for me, and that is, we've always heard, you know, you become like the five people you spend the most time with. I think it was Jim Rohn. I totally slaughtered that quote. I'm sure he says it much better. But here's what's interesting. What I noticed in your story about the mansion was you had this relationship with a person who owned that mansion and you created a friendship with them. Um, and, and you mm-hmm. said something interesting when, after I told you about my situation, you're talking about who are the people we surround ourselves with. And that's really an interesting concept to me. So is what you're saying is if we want to, if we want to be a millionaire, then hang out with millionaires. Or if we want to uh, be a certain kind of person, you hang out with people that are like that. Is, is that kind of what you're saying? And what, what's the power of doing that? Yeah, and I really you know, want to talk to your viewers on this point. I think it's a really great point because a lot of people might be sitting there like, well, you know, I don't know any millionaires and it's really hard to meet them and they're not that available and I can't, I can't, I can't, right? Well, now is the easiest time ever in history to connect with amazing people because we have social media, right? So we didn't have this, you know, 10 years ago. And it was much more difficult before. I mean, you and I connected on social media. A lot of um, the most amazing people that I've met recently are from social media. And on a daily basis, what I do is I go through, you know, let's say I want to get into the speaker industry. I've literally gone on LinkedIn and... um, you know, when I first met you, I didn't even really know that you were in the speaker industry. I just saw that you were beautiful, and I was like, oh, my God, you're so fabulous. Where would you get your shirt, <laughs> you know? And um, but I've literally sat down, and I've gone on LinkedIn, and I'll type in the search box uh, speakers because I want to connect with speakers. And, and I will add them as my friend. And when you add them, you want to connect with them. You want to have, have a communication with them. You say, Something like, you know, it's so great connecting with you. Ask them a question so that they answer you. You know, don't just make it, a, a, you know, so great to meet you. You know, get that conversation flowing. Ask a question. And, um, well, and one you know, of the things if you can hit their brain. a compliment, too. Sorry, I just have to jump in mm-hmm. here because one of the things that you connected with me was your compliment. Hey, that's a great blouse. Mm-hmm. Where did you get it? I mean, that was what sparked the conversation. Of course, first of all, you're complimenting me, so I'm going to love you already. <laughs> you know, you're asking me a question to get the conversation going. Right. So I just had to, to jump in there and testify that what you're doing is working because that's how we met. So I'm sorry, continue on. Sure. So, you know, it can be something as small as a genuine compliment um, 
or just asking someone, hey, can I pick your brain? A lot of people you would be surprised want to help you. And, you know, I've been, you know, very successful. I've had tremendous failure in my life. And, you know, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to reach out and say, you know what, you really inspire me. I would love to learn about you and pick your brain and or even help you. I've, I've talked to other public uh, speakers and said, hey, you know, can I cover your event? Can I just interview your guests? Can I do a live feed for you, you know, at your event? Um, and, you know, what can I do for you? And people love it, you know. So, you know, with your phone, your phone is, is a mega manifestor tool as well because you can do uh, live feeds, video recordings. You don't have to be the, the smartest or most attractive person to be successful. I mean, I look at these influencers and a lot of them are not that, you know, you know, they're not model-esque, right? They're not, the, you know, like, you know, have a, a PhD or whatever is, you know, the old-fashioned way of, you know, showing the world that you're intelligent, right? And they just have this genuine care for other people. And when people see that, they want to instantly be around you and they want to help you. And that's all it is. You know, it's just about building genuine relationships. And people can sense when you're genuine. And that's really, I think, yeah. the key to, um, to manifesting an amazing life. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, what, a, what a great piece of advice. And I hope everybody that's listening takes that into account. I hope you start looking through your social media. I hope you start paying attention to who you're connected with and, and taking that action step and reaching out. So, Chanel, for people who want to connect with you, who want to know more about you and what you're doing, uh, maybe they're thinking, hey, that manifestation journal sounds amazing because I'm going to uh, to get everything I need for 30 days to be able to manifest these great things in, in my life. How can they get a hold of you? Sure. So I've got four different books. I've got a, a 30-day guide on how to manifest prosperity if you want to bring more money into your life. I've got another book on abundance. A uh, book on how to manifest good luck. And also, I'm working on a fourth one right now, just finalizing it, and it should be ready in about a week or two, on how to manifest your soulmate. So um, if you want to purchase a book, and again, these are very interactive books, so be prepared to do the work and get real results real fast. Um, I actually tested one of my own books, the Prosperity Book, and um, I that month I had manifested... of unexpected free cash uh, that just like came literally to my doorstep. Um, I had manifested a free car that someone just gave me. Um, I also, and also the car had the insurance paid off for the rest of the year because I didn't have a car for a year and a half. I manifested a 600, someone gave me a $600 camera that month. Um, And of course, you know, know, living in the mansion, all these different things. So in 30 days, you can manifest a lot of amazing things. So if you're interested, you can go to my website. It's manifestationjournal.net. Again, that's manifestationjournal.net. Or you can go to my sister site, which is princesschanel.com. And Chanel is spelled C-H-A-N-E-L-L-E. So princesschanel.com. like the perfume. Love it. All right. Well, um, that wraps up our show for today. Make sure and get a hold of Princess Chanel or Mary Kay, our first guest, or both of them. Uh, Wonderful ladies to have in your life. Great people to know. Very accessible individuals through social media, through the books that they publish. Um, If you want to add great reading to your library, I highly recommend The Manifestation Journal by Princess Chanel, uh, The Amish Butterfly by Mary Kay. 
These are two books that will allow you to manifest miracles into your life. Uh, now, like you said, Princess Chanel, it all comes down to you. What's your action step going to be? Make sure and take that action step, and we'll uh, listen to some more great guests and super successful people next week on Spotlight. This is Allison H. Larson. See you soon. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.